The following is brought to you in part by MFC Studios. The views of the show's host and guests do not necessarily reflect those of the management, owners, or staff of this radio station. And now, it came from the radio. Again, to came from the radio, the episode of Big Up Pecans, your host Mark Torres speaking. We are here live via Zoom, courtesy of the East Metal Public Library, that's www.eastmetal.info, for our 61st live show. Whoa! I am here, virtually distance, of course, with none other than L Man Danny Sullivan. Good evening, everyone. We have senior correspondent Charlie Saladino. Hello, it's, fun it's seekers. You're supposed to say hi when I do that. And we have our special guest we're going to be talking to with and about, which is awesome because he's here. We have none other than the Huracan and Furnace Cons, David Donovan. Hello, 61st show, live show, 6-1. Yes. So um, before we talk today about mm. the his convention, we're going to take it away with the news. It's Morphin Time! News is brought to you in part by the fine folks of sci-fi.radio. That's sci-fi for your wife. Wi-Fi. As well as the fine folks of Bigfoot.com, <laughs> of which we are the official radio show of, uh, celebrating over 26 years of comic books and pop culture stuff. For more information, go to www.bigapplecc.com. The next convention is scheduled for December the 17th, which is the Big Apple Christmas Con. Tickets are on sale right now. And I want to give out a shout out to our Patreons, of which there are. Danny Grillo, award-winning director Jared Burrell, Kyle Horn, Millie Portez, Newsday Famous Dresden Media, Unjikun, Shadow Rabbit Art, Yasmin Array, and Rosa. If you want to have your own little shout-out, go to our website, www.camefreeo.com. Just for a dollar a month, you can get a shout-out on our show. We would greatly appreciate it. Now, this is going to be a little different show. We're going to have a, a couple of sad bits of news, um, and we're going to talk about the New York Comic Con, because I went, and, uh, and uh, David Donovan went, and then I we went too. a break. We're going to be talking all about David Donovan, and I think it's important because since Dave was at the New York Comic Con, we can mention it, and then he can give us the, the differences of what he would do to make his convention more awesome than New York Comic Con. How's that? Whoa, I like that idea. All right, so let's see. So we always start off with the sad news, and we have a couple of sad, sad news, so I'm going to burn through them as fast as possible. Burn through them. Burn through them. All right, so comedian uh, Judy Tenuta died recently from stage oh, four of very uh, cancer. Judy Tenuta. Uh, which she had been diagnosed in 2020. Um, she was a stand-up comedian. She was big in the, uh, I would say, 80s and 90s. I remember her as like a combination of Weird Al, Don Rickles, a clean Andrew Dice Clay, Liberace, and Elvira. If you put all that together, <laughs> that's what she was as a comedian. She was the love goddess. Yes. Ah, there you go, Charlie. And yeah. actually, since uh, oh, L-Man Jenny Tully is a stand-up comedian, I would think like part oh, of her act is, is, I would say, inspired by Judy Tenuta. Do you know who Judy is, Jen? Um, if it's inspired, it's on a very deep, unconscious level, because I don't think I've ever consciously viewed her, but she sounds like an ideal mixture, <laughs> and I've been sleeping on that. So R.I.P., and <laughs> please guide me from above. A psychic told me I'd be guided from past comedians. 
so look if you look at if you look her up she has she's the only female comedian who has an accordion oh, okay and she has like Interesting. a character and Sorry. she's a little raunchy a little political but um she's really funny and, and, and sounds great she's like ahead of her time i would say oh, i think so uh, i think I you're she, absolutely right i think she was on mtv a lot too back in the day yeah, yeah. she was a big yes. mtv person so hmm. uh, she was a uh, uh, 72 years old bless her so for more sad news, um, actress yeah. Eileen Ryan also died recently. As of this recording, which is uh, October the 12th, 2022, no cause of death has been announced. Um, Eileen, Eileen appeared in such films as At Close Range, Judgment in Berlin, Parenthood, Benny and June, Anywhere But Here, Magnolia, I Am Sam, Eight-Legged Freaks, The Assassination Ooh. of Richard Nixon, Ooh. Feast, I love that movie, All the King's Men, Collaborator, and Rules Don't Apply, just to name a few. Of note, Eileen was the mother of actors Sean Penn, Chris Penn, and singer Michael Penn. Uh, she was 94 years old. God bless her. You familiar with senior correspondent Charlie Saladino of her work? Yes, I'm very sad that she's no longer with us. She was a great lady. I mean, she's married to Arthur Penn, the director, too. Yeah. Right? Yeah. 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 Well, she was married to him. You're not married to him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I said that. <laughs> That was cold, Mark. Yeah, cold. Really? Wow. Woo. He's <laughs> always uh, we're always doing that, not him. Charlotte, we gotta we gotta bring up the you know the, the joy level. Hey. Come on, Charlotte. All right. So hey. moving on. Let's let's burn wait, so, Yes. Wait. Yes. Did you you could have covered this and I wasn't there. But um last week um we lost a legend in the music business. Wow. I'm Lynn. waiting. Just tell her. Oh, some oh, crickets. Where are the crickets? Make the crickets. Loretta Lynn. Oh, the coal miner's daughter. Loretta, yeah. yeah. Loretta Lynn. My God. She is a legend. She was 90, I believe, 96, something around there in the 90s. So she was. Uh, Loretta yeah. Passed away. And, and she happens to be another favorite um, country star of mine, Crystal Gale's sister. So, right, Crystal um, Gale's sister. You're right. Yeah, and uh, she that was a, an, an unbelievable loss for the music world. She is a legend. Agreed. So, yeah. All right, move on, Mark. I'm, <laughs> I'm not liking you tonight. <laughs> more, more sad news. <laughs> Actor Austin Stoker also died recently of renal failure. Um, also I, appeared I, in such films as Battle for the Planet of the Apes, oh, Horror cool. High, Airport, Airport 1975, cool. Sheba Baby, Time Walker, Two Shades of Blue, Between the Lines, Machete Jones, a uh, Machete Joe, Three from Hell, and Double Down. Of course, Austin is perhaps best known for his role as Lieutenant Ethan Bishop in the original Assault on Precinct 13 way back in 1976. A John um, Carpenter movie, too. That is correct, yes. Ooh, so of note, uh, Austin actually died on his birthday. So 92 years straight, born and, and died 92 years apart. That is just that is amazing. You're you come in, say that again. <laughs> you come in on your birthday, maybe, and you go out on your birthday. <laughs> He's Happy like, I birthday. had enough. He's like, I had nothing. I'd like nothing more for my birthday than to leave. <laughs> yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. It's big. Well, maybe you had other places to go to. Maybe yeah. there were too many candles on the cake, and that's why he died. Gonna blow them all out. <laughs> All right. Last bit of sad news. Dame 
Angela Lansbury, also died oh, recently in her sleep. Very recently. Murder in she her, wrote. Yes, in her career spanning 80 years. Angela was oh, in everything, God. which is too much to cover here. Um, obviously, as you just, uh, David Donovan just said, Murder, She Wrote, Jessica Fletcher, uh, which ran from uh, 1984 to 1996. Um, wow. She did 264 episodes of that show and made three TV movies, made for Ooh. TV movies. And, which is the one that always got me, she had a crossover episode with Magnum P.I. of all shows. Whoa. <laughs> That's cool. So, of note, she was made a dame by the late Queen Elizabeth in 2014. Um a dame, as you know, is the female equivalent of a knight, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and, and she joins the rank, joined the ranks of Julie Andrews, Joan Collins, Julie Dench, Angelina Jolie, Helen, Helen Mirren, Olivia and John Holst passed away recently, Elizabeth Taylor, Justin and Pugh. And Angela died five days before her 97th birthday. So she there was is, 96. And there was nothing like a dame, um, right, Charlie? Yeah, yeah. She was the great dame. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. Um, but no, she really was because I I watched the um woof, woof. no 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 on now David um no because when you watch the turn of classic movies you see those movies from the the thirties or early forties and Angela's in those movies and you could tell she was an amazing actress from then and quite a looker. That's all I have to say. Okay, so that's it for the sad news. We have one sad news follow-up uh, item, though. Um, a few months ago, we reported that Kazuki Takahashi, the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh, had died. His body was found by the Coast Guard floating in the northern part of Okinawa. Now he's alive? No. Oh, okay, never mind. I, hey, <laughs> I was home and they I can, could prove it. They that's can rebuild him. Department. They can rebuild him. Different department. Yeah. Um, his body was found on the Coast Guard in the northern part of Okinawa, but turns out that after an investigation was conducted, quote, several sworn witness statements provided by the Army say that uh, Kazuki jumped in the water to help save a U.S. soldier and two U.S. civilians who was struggling in a riptide at a popular Okinawa dive spot. So hmm. while he tried to save somebody else, he wound up getting caught in a riptide and he died. Well, He's they do superhero. tell you not to do that. Yeah. Riptide. And you heard it here first. That's it. Charlie Saladino, the lifeguard, told you don't jump in the riptide. There you go. That's a lesson learned. <laughs> but that's, it's, I think it's kind of cool that, you know, he, he tried yeah, to save cool. someone else, but, but that's how he died. I wonder wow. if he knew the risk involved. Who knows? Maybe he did. Maybe he didn't. I don't yeah. I never know. Yeah. Hmm. So moving on from the uh, not a sad news, uh, let's see, from the That's a lot of nuts! Department. <laughs> the new horror film Smile has held on to the number one spot in the domestic box office, pulling in an additional $21 million in ticket sales in its second week of release, beating out the new animated film Lyle Lyle Crocodile, which oh. came in at number two with $13 million. For those of you keeping track, the new Top Gun sequel is still the highest grossing film of 2022 with $714 million, Whoa. followed by Doctor Strange's uh, sequel with $411 million. The aforementioned Smile is at number 27, and Lyle Lyle Crocodile comes in at number 48 of the highest grossing movies of this year. Now, uh, David, we've yes. been talking about this to all our guests. Do you believe that um, Top Gun will remain the highest grossing movie for the rest of the year, or will Black Adam, Black Panther 2, Shazam 2, Puss in Boots 2, or Avatar 2, knock it off? Nope. I think that uh, Top Gun will probably break a million, uh, billion dollars worldwide. 
It has um, got that type of reach, and it's it, it is known all over the world. And look, all the all the films you mentioned are great movies. Don't get me wrong, but it's Tom Cruise. It's Top Gun. I mean, come on, everybody knows that movie. And, and yeah, look. jump off a couch. <laughs> <laughs> get excited. You remember that? That was so long ago. That's like all I can remember about Char- him. Charlie. Charlie was there. Charlie would move the couch back after he jumped off. <laughs> There you go. That's right. You were working at ABC, right? Were you he at, was. Were there Charlotte. Yes, move, I was. Move the couch, Charlie. A <laughs> yeah. little to the I mean, left. Nowadays, we have such crazy stuff going on in media. It's just funny to me that someone jumping off the couch was a big deal, given what's been going on the last few years, you know? That's true. That is very true. Like, like oh, someone jumped off the couch. Now. That wouldn't even make news now. Uh, I've been Unless listening to a lot, of, a lot of things about that movie, man. They really predict it's going to break a billion dollars worldwide. It's just going to be that big. It, it continues it to have legs. It's crazy. It was, it, was a, it was a good entertaining movie. I got to say, it was a pretty darn good sequel. A sequel's go. It's a sequel, too. It's a sequel. Yeah. That's amazing. Amazing. All right. So let's see. So we have, I think we have, my math is correct. We have about like 12, uh, 12 to 15 minutes uh, before we take our break. So we're going to discuss the New York Comic Con. So I was there. Okay. Was I? I was there too, but I didn't now, see you. I didn't see David, but <laughs> <laughs> strategically placed somewhere around the, the Javits Center, I kept on seeing flyers for a certain convention that he's coming up soon. Oh, really? If you if you search if you search H-U-R-R-I-C-O-N on Facebook, or you search it on Instagram or even on Twitter, you will see that. Huracan was all over New York Comic Con, whether they yes. liked it or not. That was and some they wild. Did, and they <laughs> did rip. They did rip a couple of my signs down, but oh, really? For the most part, a lot of them survived the whole weekend. It was so. I wonder cool. who who ripped it down. We got to find out. Um, were you checking to make sure all the signs yeah, were up? Well, Is that why well, you were doing? To to tell you how intense I am about it, when I put these signs up, I put them up with blue uh, painters tape. Right. So I knew. So when they ripped them down, they didn't take the blue papers taped out, uh, so I could see where they all were. But um, hitting I, camera would be better. I was I was worried that um, uh, a young man, Chris, who has helped me out, he's a buddy of my son's. I was worried he was going to get thrown out. So I said, "Don't you put them up? Let me do it because mm. if they're going to throw somebody out, throw me out. I don't care." But nobody right. bothered me, and uh, hey, I gave a couple to a couple of our guests, uh, Keith Williams, who's just wonderful. Had a bunch on his table. Will Torres had a bunch on his table. Um, I gave some more out to another podcast called Big Kev's Geek Stuff, uh, Geek Stuff TNG. They handed them out. So a lot of people are helping out. We're just trying to get the word out. I'm trying to extend the range. I just don't want the right. range to be just a, just the neighborhood. I want it. So we're going to go into Queens in the next couple of days to a couple of different shops, Royal Collectibles, Anyone Comics, Everyone Comics. They've all been very receptive to the idea. And they're receptive to the idea because, and it's said on a couple of these, that this is one of the only benefit Comic-Cons that exists. It's totally to benefit this church in East Rockaway that's been there since 1885. And Hmm. the original Huracan was there to help uh, restore the floor that was destroyed by Sandy. When I say destroyed, destroyed by people coming in because the church was the relief center after Mm. Hurricane Sandy. So that's why we did it. And the church, like I said, it's been around since 1885. It needs work. So you had a guest on last week who said, I don't need your money. 
I got a career outside. I don't need your money. I, right. don't, want, I don't need you. Well, you know what? I'm going to tell you right now. I need your money. I need you to come <laughs> down and give, you know what? Pay your $5 to get in and give me some more money because I need your money. I will take, mm. and it all goes to the church. No one benefits from this. In fact, every dollar that we make above and beyond expenses, be it the food or what have you, goes right to the church. None of it goes in anybody's pocket. So it's just a great community thing that we do. And the church is there. We collect food for the Long Island Council of Churches Emergency Food Bank in Freeport. We drop it off every week. We share space with the Korean Methodist Church. We uh, are open to any kind of groups that want to come down and meet. We fly the rainbow flag on our, our flagpole to say to people, look, everyone is welcome here. There are no secret handshakes. There's no passwords, nothing like oh, that. Man. Everybody is welcome at this church. Just like the main man, JC, Jesus said, same thing with us. Come on in, worship with us. We'd love to have you come to the convention, look around. I'll give you a tour. And if you come in and say these words to me, I will give you a special prize. Do you want to know what those words are? Well, yeah. I, love I love this. Dominic is cool, but Charlie Saladino is cooler. <laughs> Those are the words. There you go. <laughs> I, I want you to know, this was one of my favorite, favorite cons of all time. The, the, the hug con. It was great. I love the church. I love the people. Everybody there is, you feel the love when you go in. Right, David? You feel the love when you well, go in and... Well, well, the love, I, the love, the love, well, what? The love I got well, from what? Mark Torres. Mark Torres said to me, he says, David, you know, what's wrong with you? And I said, well, there are many things, Mark. What do you want to know? And he said, <laughs> he said, you know, you run this thing and you're sitting here and you're smiling. You should be pulling your hair out and yelling at people mm -hmm. and telling this guy to do that. And then I'm like, why? And Mark's like, that's what I see all the time when I go to shows like this. Right. Why are you so happy? Why are you so smiling all the time? I'm like, well, I don't know. My family is here helping me out. I'm blessed to have them all here. I'm blessed to have my mom here, my brother, his family, all the people in the church are helping me out. Oh. It's it's a great afternoon for everybody. It's a great day. We're here to have a good time. We're, we're here to spread some love. Yeah, yeah, and, that's yeah. great. And, and, and get sure. some money. Like JP said, he don't need the money. Well, I need the money, Jim. <laughs> I need the money. You sound so, like Trump a little bit. <laughs> so, so you were there all four days at the New York Comic Con today? Oh, well, back on that, yes, I am back. Yes, I was. <laughs> met, met a lot. Mark, I made notes for you. I met a lot of great people. I got I got to talk to Chris Claremont, the creator of the new X-Men. He was fantastic. He signed a couple of pieces of art for me. And then there was a there was a gentleman there named Oscar. He was from Spain. He had like a stack of original art, original X-Men pages that Chris Claremont signed. He just looked through all of them, told the story, but he was wonderful. One of the better guests. He was so, so great. Um, I ran into uh, Tom Riley. He's the guy that draws from Marvel. He did some stuff for us. Jacob Shabbat, he's a local artist from here, and he does a lot of Ho uh, Hello Kitty stuff. Uh, Franco and Art Balthazar are great artists. They were there. Keith Williams, uh, Will Torres was there. They're both guests at Huracan. So we had a lot of fun meeting. And Ram V, Ram V is a writer. He writes an Aquaman black label book. And I told him I really like this characterization of Aquaman. And he said, David, most people don't realize, or they should write Aquaman this way, that he's an alien. You know, just like Superman's an alien, so is hmm. Aquaman. He is an alien. I'm like, wow, that was a really cool take on it. I it's didn't a great know that. Book. Yeah, he is. He is an alien. I like the, hmm. I like the sound of that. And I got I got to go to the Back to the Future panel with uh, Christopher Lloyd and Michael J. Fox. Michael J. Fox, one of the most optimistic people you will ever meet. 
And he looked at the audience and he said, thank you to the audience. He said, look, thank you for supporting me. You've given me my life. And such, mm. I, I was amazed. Such a, such a, a wonderful feeling. And two of them are great pals. They really, really are great pals. And I got to, I also got to meet the, uh, the creator of the Goldbergs, Adam Goldberg, Adam F. Goldberg. He's writing the Damage Control comic from Marvel. And he's so also he was downstairs? The, he was downstairs at, starting at the Midtown booth. And he, was, and he was writing the Garbage Pail Kids book because he <laughs> loves Garbage Pail Kids. So right, I love them book. too. Oh, it was, it's a great comic. He was so nice. Fantastic. So, I, you know, a lot of people say things about New York Comic Con. Look, take it for what it is. It's packed, okay? There's going to be a crowd, okay? You get it? There's no place to eat close to the place. I get it. Mm-hmm. That's why I bring a sandwich for everybody. We have a sandwich outside. We did the do's and don'ts. Make sure you bring a sandwich. That was, that was what I right, did. Right, pack your food. That's there was actually this uh, one guy um, on the walking from the LIRR to the Javis Center, hot dog vendor, had a sign, two hot dogs and a soda, five dollars. <laughs> I was like, you got it, man. Convention <laughs> special right there. <laughs> See, that's so, what you got to do. And then the uh, the whole addition to New York Comic Con, which if you're looking at the Javits, it's on the right. It's like a five-story addition. The meeting rooms are beautiful. Everything is brand new. Beautiful bathrooms up there. It's like five stories tall. I went hmm. through a bunch of stuff over there. The place is, 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 is beautiful. It really is. And I don't know. Some people complain there weren't enough comics. I saw more than enough comics. There were more than enough comics to dig through. There was a ton of original comic art. I mean, if you if you like original comic art and mm-hmm. you have a lot of money, you would do great. I just didn't have what they were looking for. And I think I saw about, I don't know, it must have been about 10 copies of Amazing Fantasy 15, which is the introduction to Spider-Man. There must have been 10 copies. Of, I think it was the Heritage Booth. And he's just looking at me. He's like, I don't know, like 10 copies of this? That's so cool. A lot of great stuff. I, I really enjoyed I went four days and I did a lot of steps. I think 17,000 steps the first day because I walked home. Boom, boom. Just kidding, Charlie. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> um, I, can, I can laugh at my own jokes. Nobody else's. I laugh. Um, <laughs> hey, I was laughing internally. <laughs> I could tell. Yes. Now, now um, Mark, what were what were your impressions? Because you're asking me, I'd like to know what you think, Mark. What was your impression? So your on um, Thursday, I went. I went all four days. So Thursday, I went to the um, uh, comic book school panel with uh, Jimmy Palmiotti, Amanda Connor, and Jamal Igel, where they both uh, took a script and they did a, a draw, um, an artist rendition of what the script is from script to image. A lot of page, cool. uh, a lot of pictures on our Facebook page. Um, there's more to come. I'm having difficulty with internet. So I'm slowly uploading pictures. Um, so Amanda drew a, a page that she had written with uh, Jimmy and also the Jamal. And it was a very different interpretation. And then they showed what the actual page of the comic looked like, three different versions. And they all talked about that, which was really cool. Very cool. Um, there was a, so when we had the vice president of a uh, read pop on the show, Christina Rogers, she told me after the show, she gave me secret information that was like, Ooh. you know, off the record. And she was like, don't tell nobody. So I was holding it in. I was all excited. She had told me, I can say it now. She had told me that at the Mario panel that was going to be on Thursday was supposed to be Chris Pratt was going to show up and surprise everybody. And they were going to show Mm. the entire movie as opposed to just the trailer. So Mm. I went out of my way to get into that panel and it didn't happen. They only had the trailer and Jack Black showed up. 
So I actually, uh, so Christina said, stop by, you know, say hi. So I actually saw her the following day. And I was like, what happened? She's like, they must have changed at the last minute. I could have sworn. And I was like, I feel like a goober sitting in that theater, all excited for a movie that never came. But Jack Black showed up, though. Yeah, Jack, Jack Black, Black was awesome. It, it was awesome. But I'm like, I'm sitting there expecting a movie, and there's no movie. It was a line to get in. It was chaos. Uh, that area was very chaotic to get in because they oh, had yeah, the, the people registered. Area. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, yeah, crazy. Area was crazy. Crazy. Was crazy. So I went through all that to get in there, excited to see this movie that no one else knew about. I was like, I know something you don't know. And then nothing. How long did you have to wait? The wait was about a good hour, I would say. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> no. So that's what I was saying. She was, she was so apologetic. She was, uh, she's the sweetest person. I, when, when we had on the show, it was very sweet. Uh, I met her once again, and finally in person. It was awesome. Um, they had uh, signs all over the place. As she mentioned, when she was a guest, there was a mask mandate. But the mask was like slowly deteriorating as the show went on. So I would say by Thursday, I would say maybe 70% of people were wearing masks. And by at the end of Sunday, like 10% of people were wearing masks. So I, agree, I think yeah. it was just that they were probably weren't expecting. It was a New York crowd and it was just that's how it was going to be. And they would have to like shut down the entire thing or just like start throwing people against what well, was just so overwhelming. They just could not get a handle on it. And, you know, they had signs, they had people giving out masks. They were doing the best that they could. But mm-hmm. I think, as she said, when she was a guest, there's a lot of things that they work on, they mess up and they have to fix for next year. So that was just one of the things that they, that they really, um, I messed up on. They got to get some mass Nazis, I guess. I guess so. And, or, um, or the other way, or go full the other way and just say, nah, we're done. But, you know, if, if they put up a sign, you know, they, they, it's, it's, you know, it's nice to have a sign, but the sign just does no good if no one's enforcing it. So, mm-hmm. um, but they, but they kind of split up the area this time. They had a special cosplay area, which is all the way upstairs. So a lot of cosplayers I didn't see on the floor because they were all in the cosplay area. So that, you know, is good and bad because if you want to see cosplayers, just go up the stairs and boom, it was tons and tons up there in their own space. But then it lessens them from going on the floor, which is good or bad, depending on who you ask. Um, so that was, uh, and it had a weird flow because they had small press on the left side of the building and also on the right side of the building. Normally they're all uh, connected. And um, no DC. And oh, there was, yeah, there no was three DC. guys, Crazy. Crazy. three guys that had an outside booth, <laughs> like outside the Javis Center. They set up a table outside. Oh yeah, in the street. I saw those <laughs> yes. guys. Yeah, yeah, they were cool. They were very like, cool. You, you do you, them. You do Guerrilla, you, man. Guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla marketing. Guerrilla Matter of fact, uh, Charlie, uh, you remember the Goofy Fruit guys? The what? The Goofy Fruit guys. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was one of them that had the table outside. He said, say hi to Charlie for me. He gave me stickers to give to you. Are you allowed to you do know, that? You know. Well, well, you're on the it's street. New York. <laughs> it's New York. Two hot dogs and a soda, five dollars. That's pretty smart. Yeah, you, you don't get a table at Comic-Con. You get a table outside Comic-Con. Hot dogs, complete with rodent excretions. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, that's what anyway. I'm going to tell you. So then, anyway, let's go for the flavor. Yeah. <laughs> No, um, uh, no charge for the extra protein. Um, right, right. Hey, Mark. Yes. What you said about the cosplayers being in yes. a separate thing—that had to cut down on the, uh, you know, on the congestion taking the pictures. Yeah. I guess they yes. were. All, they, that they, was they, a good idea. There wasn't you know that as time. much. Yes, there wasn't as much congestion on the show floor. I have to admit, like on the in the in front of the show floor, there was a big crowds in areas. But right. generally speaking. That really did help with the flow of the of the walking. There were some some crowded areas, but 
that's just how it and that's just how it is um yeah. let's see i went to the uh, legendary ya panel with uh dana merle who uh, did tragic as the writer of tragic kelly zekas who did champion uh championess uh cat stags who is the cover artist for the elona elona holmes uh comic um it was a really nice panel. They talked about the differences between doing a young adult book as doing a regular book. Um, they had, um, it was by <laughs> Legendary Comics and their new division of doing a young, a, a YA comic. What are some of the differences? Well, there's young- like, so there, there are like checklists, but not like mandates to have. So they were like, you know, always, usually the adults are kind of out of the play when it's a young adult uh, comic, uh, comic or story. Um, there's always some type of romance. That they, that they do and they try to write adult but through the eyes of a child so the artist was like we draw it approach the drawing differently like the eye levels are lower there's more colors it's very interesting the distinction between that and the fact that if you look in, and any good story can be a ya story but not all ya stories can be for everybody that was the thing like you can transition that the main character would be younger you can age them down a little bit that's always the thing so you can have a an age down character for a regular book but if you add a couple of small little things that usually they're an orphan usually they're on their own um there's a romance and you age down the characters to be like the the, the certain age bracket that's what qualifies i thought it was really cool hmm. i want to give them a shout out um oh and i also want to give a shout out to sarah haskell who was uh, moderating the panel um oh, did also- you go Okay, yes. go ahead. So there was nope. a Thundercat debacle that happened. Ooh, what? So there was a Thundercat panel with uh, Larry Canning, who's the voice of a lion. Did he get catty? Ah, that's funny. That was um, Larry. Isn't Larry Tom Kenny? Is Tom Kenny is the SpongeBob guy, right? Tom Kenny is the SpongeBob guy. Larry, Larry Kenny is okay. Thundercats. That always so I'm at the Thundercat panel, and as you know me, I'm not technology friendly. So three minutes before the panel starts. Everybody else's phone goes off because they all have the app for New York oh, Comic Con and I don't. Yeah, what, yeah, yeah. And it said the panel is canceled. Oh, and we were in the panel um, three minutes before it started. Oh. And the guy, well, they didn't know. So everybody's like, uh, we just got a note that it says that this panel that we're in is being canceled three minutes before it starts. The guy's like, let me find out. And he leaves and he comes back like, yeah, we regret to inform you and blah, blah, blah. Ah, what a and, Yeah. And it, it got moved to Sunday. And I got to tell you, uh, I went back Sunday and the panel was amazing. Um, Larry, uh, Larry Kenny was such an amazing guest. Um, he was heartfelt. Um, he loves the voice acting. He loves the characters. We actually did a panel for the East Middle Public Library. Um, and after the panel was over, he said, hey, anybody want to take a picture with me? And he came down and he took a picture with just about everybody who wanted a picture for free. <laughs> And that's something wow. that you don't normally Anything get. Anything for oh. free at Comic Con is a, a shock. Oh, Jen's that's all nice, I had to say. Jen has <laughs> okay. nice back. She had nice back. <laughs> that was Thank cool. you. <laughs> I just discovered that. <laughs> that again. That was cool. Um, so yeah, that was. Do really it cool. again. <laughs> and um, I managed to go get a special uh, um, uh, thing of a uh, Violent Night, the movie Violent Night. I got a special access, press access to that and oh. premiere screening of the movie Violent Night. Um, Basically, was it violent and mostly at night? It was <laughs> extremely violent, and it was mostly at, at 98% at night. Wow. Cool. <laughs> it was with the guy from uh, Stranger Things, David Harborough, and uh, John Leguizamo. Oh, wow. Oh, was, like he like, was, he San, was he playing like Santa Claus in that? 
Yes, yeah, I've seen the trailer. That looks cool. That looks very yeah. Looks so very cool. basically, uh, I'm actually under I'm actually under embargo. I can't say what the, Ooh, the an, movie, NDA, uh, an NDA, an NDA. But um, I want to give a shout out to Kyle and Mackenzie. I want to give them a shout out for uh, assisting me at the panel. But I can uh, John Leguizamo came out. He said this movie is super violent and super funny, and I can say uh, he was pretty accurate. That's all I can say on that uh, on that movie. Um, John Leguizamo, who was in the original Spawn movie, right? Then he played yes. the, the clown. Yeah, yes, he played the clown. Yeah. Um, what about what about Sven Gulli? Sven Gulli though... was there, but I didn't see him. He was there, I think, on Friday and thir- uh, Thursday. And Friday, he was like one one sixty three or something. Yeah, he yeah. he was there. Uh, there's pictures we got of him. So I don't know if I messed up on a time, which I probably did. But um, I went there and he was leaving, so I think he was leaving early. So I actually grabbed a picture. Of him, but yeah, he was there at the MeTV booth because apparently uh, he's very popular on that channel. And MeTV, yeah. MeTV uh, taped a lot of the panels. They taped a bunch of ca- uh, cartoon panels. They were all over the place. They oh, wow. get a lot of attraction out of New York Comic Con. Yeah. Um, let's see. So we have about like two minutes. So I want to quickly mention that I went to the Beast Force panel, uh, which is basically the Transformers, and um, what they had was many concepts, sketches, and designs of the original series. And um, do you know that um, music video, Money for Nothing? Sure. One of my favorites. They did the animation for that. Wow. Back in the oh, day. Man. Back in the because day. of how successful that was, they decided to make an animation studio, and that's how they got to do Beast Wars. And, that was, and they whoa. were the first ever animation studio yeah. to do a television series. Wow. And that was uh, some – that was some uh, – um, groundbreaking animation because yes. I remember when that that came out, and all graphic artists, as because I was talking about that, that was some groundbreaking graphic arts. Well, this is one more reason why I'm people done, should go. do music videos because so many models, actors, producers just do a music video once or twice or three, and then they start doing short films and then feature films. Mm-hmm. So music videos are a very big springboard for the more legit success. Yeah. So that was uh, Louis Anthony Goud. I'm going to try to get him cool. to be on the show. He has so many cool, interesting cool. stories. Yeah. And one of the things was that he regrets is that he says that if you think about it, back then it was just Lucasfilms and Mainframe the two companies that were pioneers. But Lucasfilms, they had the foresight to record everything and make documentaries about how they made all this stuff. And mainframe, nobody was doing anything because they were just busy trying to get the product out. And he's like, all the stories and all the things that they did, uh, he said, this is a true story that uh, back then when you have to deliver uh, packages you know, from uh, the film, oh, yeah. the finished product, you have to deliver it and, like, physically to LA. The delivery guy came to pick up the stuff and they were in Canada. And they actually had the employees physically sit on the delivery guy to wait before the product could be done. And he's like, we compensated him, we, you know, we, but basically we held him hostage <laughs> for, for delivering the stuff. So it's amazing, his stories he had. And he's like, I wish we had some documentation of it. So I was like, wow, he's really, really, really interesting person uh, to, to see. Well, Mark, and then, you, when we're going out of this, Charlie and I are going to sing that song. So tell us when we're okay. going to start singing. Okay, all right. Um, <laughs> I want to hear that. Also, I want to mention uh, the uh, Kim Jung-ji Death Table, yes, which is an artist was alley. very sweet. Very sweet. Nice dedication. Very sweet. So uh, an artist uh, had passed away, I think, like a couple of days before he was going to go to New York Comic Con. He had a table. What? 
And instead of replacing the table, they put a little sign with a picture up there and people left flowers and notes. Oh my God, what are the chances? Um, And then, um, let me see. Um, Oh, I want to mention, um, for you wrestling fans out there, I saw almost, he walked right by me. This guy was huge. He's like eight feet tall. So just seeing someone (laughs) taller than me is very rare. And I see this monstrous guy walk by me. I'm like, holy crap, this giant WWE wrestler. And as he's walking away, I'm like, maybe I should take a picture. And basically, I just see the back of his head towering over everybody else. Mm -hmm. Um, I saw Martin Cove. He walked by me. And Dan Harmon also walked by me. Dan Harmon from the, the thing. What's Rick the and thing? Morty yeah, in Community. Guy, yeah, that guy. Yeah. That guy. yeah that guy. Um, so that was kind of cool. And uh, Martin Cove from a Cobra Kai was there. Like I said, oh, these are people that just walked wow. by me. I actually kind of avoided the celebrity area this time. And um, on Sunday, so quickly, as you know, we have our, our segments, which is a Jaybird and Lee segment. So Jaybird and Lee uh, hanged out with me afterwards. Oh. And um, we went to eat at a diner. And we went with uh, uh, Lee Kalinsky, which is the filmmaker, his uh, kid, uh, uh Jaybird and um Riley and his wife oh, and how sweet. the the um the diner wasn't big enough to hold all of us because we also hang out with the bit uh bet and apple guys Why they gained weight since so we, we put... saw them last <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, no <laughs> so the kids had a kids table and they ordered on their own and well the adults were sitting somewhere else and they ordered like coffee and they ordered all this type <laughs> of stuff because they were unattended <laughs> oh what kind of stuff did they order they ordered coffee and, and, and desserts and cookies and, and cappuccino. They ordered all this crazy stuff because they were Why completely coffee? unattended. Why kids coffee? Well, they never were allowed to have yeah. coffee before. But since oh, they were at a diner by themselves, like three booths back, they just order and stuff. Wow, Love that's them. interesting. Were they jumping off the wall? Uh, uh, afterwards, <laughs> Julie Most was. Afterwards, were, yeah. was. So that was, that was kind of fun. That's, fun. that's cute. Like so it. we're going to take a quick break, and then we're going to talk more about the hurricane. So we'll be right back. Yeah, hurry up. Come back here already. Come back, damn it. Hi, you've heard my voice open and close the show. Now we want to hear your voice. If you have a business or product, you can record a commercial here. We offer 30 and 60 second spots. For more information, contact Mark at MFC underscore studios at hotmail.com. Hi, this is Tammy Stronach, um, best known for playing the childlike empress in The NeverEnding Story, an upcoming man and witch fantasy film. You are listening to It Came From The Radio. Now, back to our show. And welcome back to It Came From The Radio. Oh, it's great to be back, Mark. Hey, hey. For our 61st live show, courtesy of the East Metal Public Library. And they have, where's my button? And they have, where is it? There's a sign I had to hear. Where's the working. button? Where's the I'm button? pressing the button. Press the button. Oh, wait. There it is. Wait. Wait. I got <laughs> it. I got it. I got it. Press the button. I got it. I got it. There we go. So um, because we're live right now, you guys can go to the uh, Discover Exoplanet Events opening, which is on Sunday, October 16th, which is this Sunday, uh, for people who are actually live in the studio audience or listening to us virtually. Um the East Middle Public Library and the Cradle of Aviation Museum are working in partnership on the Space Science Institute slash NASA Discovery Exoplanet Exhibit. So very make cool. sure you guys go check that out, which is very awesome. And it's courtesy of the East Middle Public Library. So more information, go to www.eastmiddle.info. In addition to all that, they all have tons and tons and tons of programming, most of which are free, one of which is our show, which we have every month. And we have our, always have a special guest with us. And this week, we have none other. And special guest, David Donovan. Hello. Welcome. 
Hi, Charlie. Charlie, so wake up, Charlie. Jen, take it away. You got a question for Dave? Yeah, Jen, ask me a question because Charlie's sleeping. Honestly, we're going to start with a boring question just because I organize <laughs> and this is very important for all the cons that I go to in every event, every movie shoot, everything. Parking and bathrooms. If the parking and bathrooms are good and people are nice and fun stuff to see, I'm in. If the parking and know. bathrooms are bad, so parking nope. is easy? We got, we got bathrooms for you. They're right down the stairs. We also have them on the same floor. If somebody's, uh, you know, incapacitated, we got to walk them over there. And parking, what, what we do is everybody can come and unload. And I say, move your cars. And they move their cars out. We leave the parking lot open for everybody oh, to right, come right. in. So there's a parking all, lot. Yeah, there's a parking lot behind the church. And there's a parking lot to the left of the church for the CVS. But they let us use it. So there's a lot of parking. And there's also parking on the street if you need it. So, and if you have any kind of uh, handicap thing where you need some help, we have a ramp to get you in. So we're here to help. Just well, now that we got touch. that out of the way, I know that I can actually get there. What are yes, we going to see there? What's wow. going to happen? What is it? You know, it's funny. I was just looking through. We uh, we always have a great raffle, and I've actually got some raffle prizes already mentioned. So what I have is we have a, a beautiful uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle drawing by Jacob Shabbat, all four turtles. That's a beautiful piece of original art. We also have a beautiful uh, Venom drawing by Franco. Big Venom drawing looks really good. We also have a Savage Dragon little mini uh, portrait by Brendan Shaw. He gave that to me at New York Comic Con. And we also have two gigantic omnibuses. These are these heavy books that can be like a brick and open up your front door. One of them is a Wonder Woman omnibus, and one is a Green Lantern omnibus. So that's only a few of the things. And actually, the day of, so many other things come in. It'll be a full table of stuff. So... We sell raffle tickets. That's one of the biggest ways of us raising money is through the raffles. I'm going to throw it out to the audience also. If you're an artist and you want to donate something to the raffle, I would love it. If you're a fan and you want to donate something, we would love to have anything in our raffle because every little bit helps us. And the prizes are top-notch high-end items. Like I can, I can safely say that I've never seen a better raffle than that. Wow. 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 Wow, yeah, some really good stuff uh, at Thank a convention you. for this type of raffle, like the convention giving away the raffle. It's amazing stuff. I mean, I've taken pictures yeah. of all the raffle winners. Yes, you have. Yes, you have. You see on our Facebook page. So there's like tons and tons and tons of free stuff. And I mean, Charlie, you've seen it, right? They're all happy. Yeah. it's And you know what the funny part is? Even the raffle calling is like so much fun even yeah, when they're some, picking some guy right? they give they give a microphone to this guy and he just yeah not, i'm telling oh, you wait a second we're talking about me i'm the guy yeah yeah. yeah yeah i'm telling you everything at this convention is <laughs> fun and full of fun and full of love and um i'm very shy it, jen i'm very shy it's, by the way. It's, it's very hard for me to get up in front of a group and talk. yeah it's the uh you know i went there for the first time and i was just amazed how how it was it's the biggest littles convention ever it's it's the greatest convention and um everybody was so friendly and and you make friends either i commissioned uh, one of the artists to do um a portrait for me which he did and uh and um it came out great and uh it's it's up on hanging up on my wall now and it's i just loved everybody there mark you uh remember the girl who did the artist artist with the animals and the alphabets yes yes yeah, that's yes. Meg, megan megan taylor that she's right from yes. Rockwell center she's married to james barry they both are yeah. artists at both have tables actually megan did a portrait 
for my cousin, my cousin Denise, she did a portrait of yeah. the, two, the two cows on her farm. So she has a portrait yeah. of two cows. And then also and then, my niece, uh, my niece, Johanna, had her son Mason's name done up by Megan. Beautiful watercolor painting with M-A-S-S-O-N and spelled out his name and there were animals on it. So a lot of my family got stuff from Megan. So yeah, Megan Taylor will yeah. be there. James Barry will be there. We're going to have a lot of people. Onji Khan's going to be there. Onji Khan. He's going to change his style a little bit. He's a little looser and it's, kind of, it's very, very cool. There's going to be a lot of people. And one of the things also is at this show, you're going to find that unique Christmas gift or holiday gift that you need. You're not going to find it anywhere else but here. So whether it's a piece of artwork, whether it's a comic, whether it's uh, something that's handmade by somebody, you're going to find something unique here that you're not going to find anywhere else. And that's a lot of fun. Like I said, I need your money. I I, I can't (laughs) tell you I don't need. I need your money. The place has been there since 1885. We'd like it to continue for another 100 years. But we need your money. The place needs upkeep. It needs repairs. Yes. uh, Bring, Bring yourself, but bring your money. Bring your money. We are we are an open and affirming congregation. That means it is open to anyone. So anyone can walk in off the street and take part in service. And Mark, I have a very funny service story for you. Um, what happened it. was about about a month ago on a Wednesday night after getting comics at uh, at my local comic shop, Cosmic Comics, came home and I got a call from the church. And it was the uh, it was Rich, the uh, president of the board of trustees. He said, "David, we have a problem for Sunday. Sunday, four days away." And he, I said, "What is that?" He said, "The pastor has COVID." I said, "It's horrible. What are you going to do?" They said, "Well, we need somebody to preach." I said, "Well, have you asked a couple of people?" He said, "Yeah, we don't have anybody else." I said, "So what does that mean?" He goes, "Well, I need you." I said, "You need me to preach in four days?" And he said, uh-huh. "Yes." And I said, "Okay, let me give you a hard maybe." And he uh-huh. said, what, is, what does a hard maybe mean? I said, I don't know. I just don't know what to do. So yeah. I took my son home. I was driving back in my car and I thought about it. And I said, wait a second. They're going to let you get up in front of the church. You can talk about anything you want for 20 minutes and they have to listen to you. So I called them back right away and said, yeah, I'm in. I'll do it. I'll do it. Because I was a Sunday school teacher for years. So it's very easy for me to talk about different aspects of Christianity, mm-hmm. what have you. So I did a, I did a sermon that mentioned uh, the Washington Monument, General George Patton, Back to the Future 3, the Star Trek uh, philosophy, uh, the uh, Vulcan philosophy of the edict. And I ended the service with live long and prosper. God loves you. He really, really does. So mm-hmm. it was a lot of fun. And it's, on, it's on YouTube. If you want to know, it's on YouTube. You can find it out there. Got a lot, got a lot of views. I know Mark. Is so what is it? David Donovan uh, Sermon? Is that what it's under? <laughs> Yeah, how can we find this? It sounds really interesting. I will post a link to it on your Facebook page, Mark Torres. And How's I that? will put it in the uh, show notes on this uh, YouTube Fantastic. And can we, see it, uh, can we see a sermon at the event? Are you going to do one? I'm thinking about it. If I don't get you enough money, I'm, I'm going to have to do a sermon on, yes, we need your money. Not like JP who doesn't need your money. I need your money. Bring it down. Bring mm-hmm. it down. Mm-hmm. We need your money. So right, Charlie? Of, yeah. Bring so money. 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 What, what else? So besides Kids, go in, in your raffle. mother's pocketbook and take all the green stuff out. Send it to David. <laughs> now, Soupy got in trouble for that. We're yes, just kidding. Did. All right, Mark, you, had a, you were asking me a question. I'm sorry. Yes, Mark. I was asking a question about money. So beyond the, the, the tickets, which are how much? The, the, the uh, admission to the, the show is $5. That is a $5 ah! donation it's to nothing. the church. Okay, $5 donation. The, the raffle tickets are, I believe, $5 a piece and 5 for $20. And like Mark okay. said, these are all high-end items. So you want to spend a little dough, you know, to, to win something. Everybody wins something at Huracan, by the way. Everybody. 
And oh what else can people buy? Like the food. Why don't you talk about that? Because oh, you know, we have some food. Yeah. Oh, yes, yes. Wow. We, we, yeah. have a, we have the world famous walking taco, which is a taco in a bag. <laughs> so whether it's a Doritos bag or a Fritos bag or what have you, we make we actually make you a taco in a bag. Um, cool. We have another member of the church who makes a homemade um, clam chowder. Mm. He's pro- and he's, he promised me crab cakes this year. We also have a homemade pulled pork sandwich, hot dogs. Um, we have potato knishes. We have some desserts. So bring your appetite and uh, please come on down on November 19th from 10 in the morning till 5 p.m. I'm night. there and I'm bringing money. Because, <laughs> Charlie, I need your money. Chalutes, I need your money. Dave, Dave Oots, I'm coming down with the green stuff, Dave. <laughs> And will we see any singers or dancers or comedians or hecklers or wrestlers or any? Oh my God. I, I, I pretty much do all of that. But we did have a comedian come down. I don't know if you know him, Jen. His name is Joe Pontillo. He's from Valley I've Street. Heard. Joe Pontillo came down and did five minutes with me we had, uh, during the uh, during the raffle. It was a lot of fun. Told a couple of jokes. So that was great. We love supporting cool. Joe. He's a great local guy. And uh, singers and dancers, well, I can do a little soft shoe for you. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll sing a couple of hymns when everybody comes in, you know? That'd be cool. A little Amazing Grace. Maybe so, me and Charlie will do a couple, little Amazing Grace towards the yes, end as everybody leaves. We got an act going on. We're going to be doing some. Uh, <laughs> Chalouse. <yeah. laughs> Chalouse but again, but again it, it, it's a, it's a local lost event. episodes. It's a lost, it's, it's an event. Hey, David, your family's yeah. going to be there. Everybody's your family's going to be there. there. My wife, my, my wife, Rinder, yeah. my boys, David and Jack. The Faith is going to be there. Faith Stone is my uh, graphic artist. She did the poster that we snuck into New York Comic Con. Yeah. And uh, Jack's <laughs> fiance, Maria, will be there helping us out with tables. My mom's going to be there. My brother, Dennis, and my sister-in-law, Joan. Wow. My nephew, Sean, my nephew, Dennis, Kevin, and my niece, Kelly, and uh, all that there. And, uh, and Melissa's going to be there. Johanna's going to be there. Little Liam, and my just, wonderful little nephew. And, uh, and also, uh, and Mason's going to be there. So you get to meet the whole family. They're all going to be you go, there. Everybody. What could be better? You get to meet my whole it's family. It's just a convention of peace and love and money. <laughs> Remember money. Now it is Hello. in a church, uh, in a church. Uh, is that the gymnasium? That is the gymnasium, the church. In fact, if anybody comes, they want to see the church. I'll take you in for for a little tour. Um, uh, a Protestant church is a very interesting kind of church because if you go to a Catholic church, it's a very ornate church, and the Protestant church is totally different. Very simple, very laid back. So it, actually, you'd probably get a kick out of seeing it because it's just different. And we have a wonderful pastor. His name is Mark Lukens. He's been with us for over 20 years. He's actually leaving uh, next year, but he is staying for my son's, um, my son and my, uh, my, my son and my soon to be daughter-in-law Maria's nuptials, which will be on uh, March 25th, if anybody wants to come. And Mark will be doing that at the church. And I'll give you more information if you like. But um, yeah, so you, you also get to meet Mark. Mark will be there shaking hands, saying hello to everybody. He won some stuff in the raffle too which is nice. We spread the love on that. And it's a community event. So I love getting everybody from East Rockway because the people from East Rockway came to this gym when they needed stuff. They needed mm. food. They needed batteries. They needed shoes. They needed clothing. They needed medicine. They needed diapers. This is where they came right after Hurricane Sandy. And for wow. over six months, it was all located in that gymnasium. And we had the wow. Red Cross. We had everybody giving us stuff. We yeah. got donations from everywhere. And we just handed them out to everybody that needed them. And people came in, they had lost everything. 
a good buddy. Well, that's of mine, definitely a place you want to keep yeah, alive. Yeah, a good buddy of mine came in and he was taking like two things. And I said, dude, you lost everything. Yeah. He goes, yeah, but other people need it. I said, no, take four batteries, not two batteries. You, your, right. your flashlight's going to run out. He was, okay, I'll take it. You had to convince mm-hmm. him to take it. But yeah, that, that that's the spirit of the place, by the way. The Bethany Church is very involved yeah. in the community. Um, after Hurricane Sandy, a group called, um, a group came in and helped um, rebuild everything in East Rockwell. And we housed them. For almost eight years, every summer they came down and we housed them yeah. at the church. They slept there, they showered there, and they went out to the community and did work on, and it's called Next Step Ministries. And it was all done yeah. for free. So if you needed a rip out, if you needed siding done in your house, Next Step did that work for free. The supplies, wow. everything. And that was Unreal. eight years after. So again, that's another thing Bethany did for the oh. community. So here we are throwing it out to you. I need your money. Come down, mm. you know, buy some stuff. Give me some money. Not me, the church. And uh, it'll be fantastic. And we'd love to see it. It'll be Come great. down, get the raffle. And uh, we have about five minutes left. So I want to ask you, how do you get those wonderful raffle gifts? Um, some, some of them are purchased uh, by me. <laughs> some of them are donated. Mostly, they, you know, when, when you ask an artist to do something, you don't, you don't want to say, hey, do it, you know, for nothing. So the, the, the couple of these were purchased by me. Uh, well, most of these were. The other stuff are donations by other people that come. I'm very blessed to have a, really, a bunch of good buddies. Um, I belong to a group of guys that collect original comic book art. And so these guys all donate wonderful things, signed books, original artwork, cells, you name it. They find all this cool stuff that they want to donate. So I get a lot of the stuff from them, which is great. And then other people just kind of call me up and say, I have something I want to donate. Well, you, of course. And, you know, we're just, we're just looking for unique items that will attract people to want to, you know, spend some money on some raffle tickets. So if you have something and you want to get in touch, uh, you can email Huracan, H-U-R-R-I-C-O-N, Huracan at yahoo.com, and I will get it. Uh, right now, our tables are actually all sold out. We don't have any tables available. So mm. if you're interested in the table, talk to me. I'll put you on the list. I like to double check with everybody a month before. Maybe somebody's canceling. I don't know. There actually is another show that weekend. I will not deny it. There actually are two shows. There's an anime show in Manhattan, and there's also Long Island Comic Book Fest out in Suffolk County. And you might say to me, Dave, why are you talking about another show? Well, I look at it this way. If you're going out on a Saturday and you're going to garage sales, you're not going to go to one garage sale. You're going to go to two or three or four. So go to mm. both. Come on. But come to mine first because I need your money. And then go to the other show and don't spend so much. Well, how's that sound? Good way come and spend it. all your money with me. That's all you I make want. it a day. You make it a yeah. whole fun day. Exactly. You're going to have a great time. You're going to have a great time. Meet a lot of people. Well said. You know, you're going to have a good time. It's going to be a great. November 19th going to be a fantastic day. I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, we we did Furnace Con back in June, and the reason we did Furnace Con, Charlie, why do you think we did Furnace Con? Jen, Jen, why do you think we did Furnace Con, Jen? Why do you think we did something? I was gonna say something, David. No, I'm not. I was gonna be nice. We needed a, here's what happened back in, in December, the furnace, the furnace died. Yeah. So they said to me, the board of trustees, David, we got to think of some ideas to raise money. And I said, okay, what, what, what could I do? And they said, well, can you do another convention? I said, really? They said, yeah. Why don't you call it furnace con? I'm like, and this is okay. for furnace? And we got, we raised half the money we needed for the furnace. So that was oh my fantastic. God. I couldn't believe- you know, it's really funny. I sent the list of events that Mark sent me to one person and he said, Furnace Con, like something like that's a really interesting name. There was like a lot of comments made about that. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's interesting, but 
I kind of just gave up because I'm like, all right, I'm not going to guess. So I, I wondered a long time ago and here you finally answered a question from like six, seven months ago. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. And, and a couple of my very wise acre friends said, okay, so David, when one of the uh, men's room toilets die, are you going to do a toilet con? I said, well, you maybe. should. That's so funny. That's so funny. You know what? It would stand out. So people would never forget it. Everything's comic con, it. comic would, fest. Yeah, come on. No, you, yeah. You, 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 toilet you. fest. Toilet fest. I'm never going to forget that. I love it. We're almost out of time. I want to go to Toilet Fest. Please, someone make one. Toilet Fest. Yeah. Charlie, Charlie, Charlotte's uh, Toilet Fest. Charlie. Oh, listen. Oh. I want everybody, everybody, bring your money. Uh, go to Oregon. You walk in, you'll see all the beautiful, talented people all orchestrated by Dave Donovan. It's the most peaceful beautiful, full of love convention you could go to. Go down to Huracane. Don't Again. make me come over there and drag you down. You go right. down there by yourself. Bring money. Give the That's $5 at the door That's and then empty your wallets. <laughs> so that senior correspondent Charlie Saladino's final thoughts. Oh man, Jenny Saladino's final thoughts. Help people whenever you get a chance because it always comes back to you. So helping people is a giving and a very selfish thing to do. So if you need some help in your life, help someone else. Amen. Yeah. I like that. Wow. I'm going to put that in a sermon. All yeah. right. You have a final thought for us? My final thought is, look, it's all about the love. Come down, say hi, come down to the show and just, you know, this group, this, this group of comic people, you know, we're, we're always so accepting of everybody. You know, the comic, when I did it years ago, we were a little group in the corner and we accepted everybody. It's still that way. So when you come down here, you belong here. Okay. You're going to be part of the group when you come to Oregon. Just come on in, say hello, catch me, say hello to me. You're part of the group. You are welcome here. And we want you here. And we want your money. I'm interested. My final thought is this. Uh, Thank you, David, for being a guest on the show for the second time. Thank Um, you, Mark. I, I really do like the uh, the, the Huracan. I think, the, like I said, it's one of the best raffles out there. Oh. If you want to go to a convention and get some good stuff. Yes, Jenny. Yeah, Let's just say what the dates are right now. The dates and times right now, just in case anyone missed it. The date is November 19th from 10 in the morning till 5 at night. 100 Main Street, East Rockaway, New York, 11518. That is not Queens. It is Nassau County. And the All Long right. Island Railroad is basically a 10-minute walk to us. So get in And touch. website. We're on Facebook, we're on Instagram, we're on Twitter. There is no website. I can't nice. figure that out. You know. That's... There is no website. <laughs> there is no... We have no website, Mark. We just used the Facebook. <laughs> so that's about does it for us on the Came From the Radio. Uh, does it really, Mark? Does it really on... do it for us? Join Salute. us this week and every week on our radio station if you miss any part of the show. Oh, now uh, you don't want to say it? Uh, go to our website, www.camefromradio.com. Listen to our archives of any week or so. Uh, check us out on Facebook, uh, Instagram, Twitter. And uh, remember, um, check out the East Metal Public Library. That's www.eastmetal.info. Um, once again, our next live show will be on November, where is it? Wait, November the 9th with uh, Adim DeVoe, which is a Adim comic book uh, creator. So cool. with that, we'll see you uh, next time. You've been listening to It Came From The Radio with Mark Torres. The views of the show's hosts and guests did not necessarily reflect that of the management, owners, or staff of the station. We now return you to your earthly scheduled broadcast.